Praise God. Brothers and sisters, it's good to be here with you. You know, after listening to Andre, uh, I feel like I'm a little bit better at soccer now, you know. So much detail. I feel like I need to go play some soccer with my son now, you know, and show him. Uh, try the, what was the kick from the distance? Ambitious. Ambitious kick, man. That's the kick that I'm always kicking because I'm a big guy, you know, and it's hard to run. So I'm just like, Lord, try to kick it, you know. Sometimes it goes in, sometimes it doesn't. Anyways, but uh, I'm happy that I got married young. Um, a little testimony. Um, because I don't play soccer. I play a little bit of basketball, and I could still beat my son. So it feels pretty good. So guys, uh, don't, don't wait. Uh, uh, yeah, get married so you can uh, show your sons who's boss. Listen, today, just powerful. After Max preached, I'm like, man, we could just pray and go home and, uh, you know, meditate on this and act this out in life. Uh, and, and same with Andre, you know, good, just good, good testimony, good word. Um, but thinking about these things, all these choices, right, that we have to make. There's so many choices that we have to make in life. And how, how can we... It's easy to talk about this stuff. It's easy to, uh, you know, like in your mind, you're like, yeah, that's it. I got it. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up. And then you wake up in the morning, and you're just tired, and you forgot what was spoken, and you had some crazy dreams, and you don't know what to do, and you just continue on with your, uh, with your life, you know. And, but what I want to propose to you or what I would like to speak about tonight and, and, and thinking about addictions and bad habits in life uh, and what, you know, my, my life, you know, I, I have a bunch of stories now that tells me that I'm getting up there in age. Uh, I remember when I was preaching in youth, they're like, you have to say a sermon. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I got nothing, man. I got no stories. I got, I don't know anything. I'd be frightened to death, you know, but now I got stories uh, for days, you know, so it's good. Um, and looking back at my life, when I was your age, I grew up in this church, by the way, um, and I went through the exact same things that you guys are going through, uh, through now. And looking back and just kind of pondering on how I got through it, how I got through it. And I realized that it was nothing that I did. It was all Christ and how he led me through life. And that is my message for you today, you know, that you would rely on Jesus Christ. And again, again, it's easy to say about to say this word, I'm going to rely on Jesus Christ, you know, like, but how, how do you do it? Like, how does it happen? How do we rely on Jesus Christ? I'd like to read uh, a passage from Deuteronomy. This is uh, Moses talking to uh, the Israelites. Uh, I'm reading from the New King James Version, chapter 8, verse 6. And, and um, when, when you listen to the story, uh, try to interpret it into your own life. Like uh, Israelites were God's people. Uh, they were in bondage in Egypt. Then they were in the wilderness, and then they went into the promised land. So this is kind of like a Christian uh, a person's uh, walk 
life, you know. Uh, we were in bondage. God saved us. He took us, he takes us through the wilderness. You know, he takes us through life. Uh, and then he brings us into, into, uh, into the promised land. And this is what it says. Uh, verse 6. Therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God. To walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. A land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills. A land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates. A land of olive oil and honey. A land in which you will eat bread without uh, scarcity. In which you will lack nothing. A land whose stones are, are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statutes, which I command you today, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, and when your er, uh, herds and your flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold are multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, when your heart is lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land Fiery, uh, fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land where there was no water. Who brought water for you out of the flinty rock? Who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know? That he might humble you and that he might test you to do you good in the end. Then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. Then it shall be if you by any means forget the Lord your God, and follow other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that you shall, you shall surely perish as the nations which the Lord destroys before you. So you shall perish because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. And this is, this is it, it, we, look, we look at this story and we see how the, Israelites they acted and it did it, it does happen where they say when they talk about the power right they they say it is by our strength by my power that we have accomplished all of this and today that's what I would like to talk about today I would like to talk about the power of God
And scripture, throughout scriptures, we see God talking about his power and how he is the one that provides us with that power. Just like he did Israel. It is, it is by his power and by his strength he got them out of Egypt. It is by his uh, miracles, his power that he led them through the wilderness. It is by his power that he got them into the promised land. And then at the end of that, they say, it is by our power because of what we did. So I would like to talk about the power of God here. And as we walk, and I don't know where you're at today. You, you, you could still be in Egypt. You could still be in the wilderness, you know, or you could be in the promised land. And how are you looking at life today? Uh, my, my, my word today to you is that always rely on the power of God. You know, always rely on the power of God and not on yourselves. How do we get out of addictions? How do we get out of these horrible habits? We can could, we could think about it all we want. We can write it down. We, could, uh, we can talk about it and have... Um, accountability people those things are all good but in the end I believe and I know from experience it is the power of God that gets me out of these uh, moments it is when I fully rely on him and just give it all to him God you see I can't I can't I can't stop myself I can't I, I want to do these horrible things God please help me I need your power and this is when God works. When he sees your heart, he sees your motive. He sees the way you think, the way you rely on him. It, 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 the Bible teaches us that when we are weak, he is strong, right? He, he works through our weaknesses. He, he works through our weaknesses like we read in Corinthians. I'd like to read a couple of verses from Corinthians, 1 Corinthians. Uh, first, let's read... Uh, in chapter 1, verse 17, For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Here we see, again, uh, Apostle Paul is talking about this power of God, right? In, chapter, in verse 22, it says, For the Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. To the Jews a stumbling block, and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greek, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. And in chapter 2, Apostle Paul talks, uh, says these words in verses, verses 2 uh, through 5. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in, an, in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, 
that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So today I just want to shortly talk about the power of God. And, I want, and the question is, when was the last time you experienced this power? Or have you ever experienced? For me, it's like power is something that you don't really just talk about. It's something that we have to experience. And I believe that God is able to uh, uh, give it to us, you know. Like he, He's able to put us into, in, into situation. Into situations where we can experience the power of God. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you have a powerful car, you know, and you just you tell all your friends, man, my car got so many horsepowers, man, it is so strong, you know. But until you get in there and until you push on the gas, it doesn't matter how much you talk about it, it's when you experience it, then you can say, Yeah, that's pretty powerful, right? Like it's something that you have to go through. And I look at I look back at my life and these moments where I have experience the power of God. And when you experience the power of God, no persuade no no eloquent speech, no persuasive words can can you can take you away from that. Have you, have you guys ever had like you listen to somebody and he sounds so good like you listen to him and it's like man a hundred percent, I agree with this guy. Theology, right? Like, or Bible. hundred percent. Like, this is, from now on, this is the way I'm going to believe. Like, this is my understanding of Scripture. This is how I see it, you know. Time, time goes by, you hear somebody else. Same Scripture, but he just eloquently, you know, just beautifully. You're just like, previous guy lied to me. I believe it now like this, you know. And, and this is how life is. Like, we're always, like, trying to figure it out. You know, we're always trying to, who is the one that I should follow? Who is the one that I should listen to? Who sounds better? But the scripture, Apostle Paul says, I did not come to you with eloquent speech. He says, I came but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. And when you experience God's power through the Holy Spirit, you're, you're all in. Nothing can make you stumble. And you understand where that strength comes from. And it comes from Jesus Christ. And it, it is in our weaknesses that we experience this power. So my question to you today is, have you experienced this power? The power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that God is able to take you into these moments. You know, I look back at my life and when it's difficult in my life uh, or when there's confusion or some sort of like uh, doubt in my life. What I do is I, I, look at, I look back at those moments when God truly like touched me, when God truly filled me with his, his spirit, when God healed me, when God blessed me these, these supernatural moments, you know. Um, I like this analogy. It's like these moments in life where they, they strengthen your faith. The power of God is able to strengthen your faith to where you will stand firm on the rock of salvation. 
it is like a rock climber. You know, he, he climbs up the cliff. And, and as he climbs, he, he jams these safety uh, nails with the little rings and he, he keeps on climbing, right? And when that time of doubting comes, it's this moment where he slips and falls. What, what protects him is these safety things, right, that, that are jammed into the rock. And the more, the more of them there is, the more likely he will be saved. And I believe that uh, God wants us to go through this power, experience the power of God, so our faith can be strengthened. Like it says here in verse 5, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So that is my word today, brothers and sis sisters. It's short and sweet, but it is so powerful. I believe that we can get this power only and only in Jesus Christ. He is the one. Uh, when we have these difficult moments in our life, we, we try to make the right decision. And you understand that I can't. I don't know how to. Like, I don't have enough strength, God. I am weak. What do we need to do? We need to ask him. It's very simple. You just ask him. You just say, Jesus. It could be in your mind. It could be out loud. You just, you just ask him, Jesus, you understand that I cannot do this on my own. I need your power. I am re relying right now on you. And he, he will give you that power in that moment, in that instant. A hundred percent. I've relived this so many times. I'm a witness to you, brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ is alive and well today. And he wants to help you to get through this wilderness. He wants to help you to give you the right food. To give you this power. You yourself are not able to do it on your own. But we can only come to Christ. And I would like to have this prayer today. If, if, um, if you haven't met Christ and if you haven't totally given yourself to him, you understand that you're a sinner and that you are not able to do it on your own and you need him and, and you want to give it all to him so that he can take control of your life, you're, a you're able to come out and we will pray with you. Amen. Do you guys, are you guys with me? Do you guys hear it? It's, it's in the power of Christ. We can go take lessons and go to a Bible college and read the Bible a thousand times. But if you do not have the power of God living within you, that is Jesus Christ, that is the Holy Spirit, all that will not help. I believe that we are in desperate need of the power of God on a daily basis to make the right decisions. Because there are so many of them. And when God, He sees your he sees your um, motives. He sees the way you're thinking. He sees that you're after his heart. He sees that you want to follow him. He will bless you. Sometimes it will be difficult. It doesn't mean like that you are going to be on a high all the time. There will be valleys. There will be um, dark moments in your life. But when we rely on the power of God, he will get you through it. And you will have light in that darkness. And that is Jesus Christ. Can we stand? Can we pray?
Lord, we 